Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this episode of The Dictionary. Um, I think this one should be a little bit more interesting than the last one. Uh, The last one talked a lot about uh, slaves and bones. Uh, So we're going to try and mix it up a little bit. Here we go. The first word is bone chilling. Two words with a hyphen. Adjective from 1883. Intensely cold, as in bone chilling weather. The weather, the winters in Chicago definitely get bone chilling. I get cold to the bone, which really, really sucks. Um, Although with climate change, they haven't been quite as bad, I guess. Um, But they still suck. And I don't think that climate change should be happening uh, as bad as it is because we are causing it. So uh, I don't appreciate that part of it. And then it says also penetrating, disturbing or intense in emotional or physical effect. As in, bone-chilling drama, also bone a bone-chilling wind. Yeah, those get bad. Next is bone china, two words, noun from 1879. Translucent white china made with bone ash or calcium phosphate and characterized by whiteness. Next is bone dry with a hyphen adjective from circa 1825. One, very dry. Number two. The number five definition for the word dry. How that's different from very dry? I don't know. We'll find out. Next is bonefish. One word, noun from 1884. One, a slender, silvery, small-scaled fish that is a notable sport and food fish of warm seas. And the scientific name is Elbula vulpes. Number two. We have the number two definition for the word ladyfish. Bone fishing is a noun. Do people really say I'm going bone fishing? Um, I guess that would be the verb. Moving on to bonehead. It is the first form noun from 1908. A stupid person. Synonym is numbskull. By the way, numbskull does not have a B like I would have expected it to be, have, to have. N-U-M-S-K-U-L-L. I wonder who was the first one to use bonehead way back in 1908, too. Boneheaded is an adjective and boneheadedness is a noun. Next is the second form of bonehead adjective from 1911. One of relating to or characteristic of a bonehead performed in a stupid or clumsy manner, as in, the shortstop made a bonehead play. Two, being a college course for students lacking fundamental skills, as in, teaches bonehead English. I hope that is not in the actual title of the class. Next is bone marrow, two words, noun from 1893, a soft highly vascular modified connective tissue that occupies the cavities of most bones and occurs in two forms. A, one that is yellowish, consists chiefly of fat cells, and is found especially in the cavities of long bones. That would be your femur. And B, one that is reddish, is the chief site of blood cell formation and occurs in the normal adult Uh, in the normal adult in cancellous tissue, especially of certain flat bones, called also red marrow. 
Next is bone meal, one word, noun from 1850, crushed or ground bone used especially as fertilizer or feed. Next is boner, yeah, it's in here, Uh, noun from circa 1899, one, one that bones. So that would be like the person who's boning a chicken, they're taking out all the, the, the bones from the chicken or the fish. Not something that I do, but the person who's doing that is called a boner. Number two, a clumsy or stupid mistake. Also, the number two definition for howler. And then number three, the probably the one that most of you are thinking of, it is usually vulgar, and it just says an erect penis. Yep, sometimes that is what it is called. Um, I always thought it was really funny that in the show Growing Pains, there was actually a character whose nickname was Boner, because of that number three definition and i just couldn't believe that they actually put that in a sitcom in the 80s i thought that was crazy move but i also thought it was very funny moving on to bone set one word noun from 1764 any of several composite herbs especially a perennial of central and eastern north america with opposite perfoliate leaves and white rayed flower heads used in folk medicine and let's see there was the genus name eupatorium and then the scientific name for the perennial is eupatorium perfoliatum perfoliatum next is bone setter one word s-e-t-t-e-r and this is a noun from the 15th century A person who sets broken or dislocated bones, usually without being a licensed physician. Hmm, okay. Next is bone up. Two words, verb from 1887. Sorry, I keep on having scratches, itches on my nose for some reason. Okay, Uh, let's see, bone up. It is, I think it's just intransitive actually. One, to try to master necessary information quickly. Synonym is cram, as in bone up for the exam. Number two, to renew one's skill or refresh one's memory, as in boned up on the speech just before giving it. I'm curious about the etymology of this one. Next is boneyard, noun from 1851. Number one, synonym is cemetery. Two, A place where worn-out or damaged objects, as cars, are collected to await disposal. Next is bonfire, one word, noun, from the 15th century. A large fire built in the open air. This is from Middle English bonefire, so there was an E that they had in there. And that is a fire of bones. Whoa, it literally comes from a fire of bones? Okay, Uh, wow, interesting. Next is the word bong, B-O-N-G. Looks like you could say it bong or bong. It is the first form, noun from 1853. Uh, The deep resonant sound, especially of a bell, bong. Uh, Bong is also a verb. And then we have the second form of bong. It is a noun from 1971. A simple water pipe consisting of a bottle or vertical tube partially filled with a liquid, as water or liqueur, and a smaller offset tube ending in a bowl. So this is from, well, 
there's a word that I learned um, actually from reading this dictionary. It, it's B-H-A-N-G, bong, which is a, I think it's a drink made with cannabis. Ah, yes, I found it. Um, it is a mildly intoxicating preparation of the leaves and flowering tops of uncultivated hemp. Um, but there's more to it than that, I think, usually. Um, and so I think, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is actually from that word. It says it is a Thai word, which I cannot read, um, which is a hollow piece of wood or bamboo. So uh, I, I suspect that those words are actually related because it sure seems like they should be. Next is the word bongo, B-O-N-G-O. It is the first form, noun, from... 1920, one of a pair of small connected drums of different sizes and pitches played with the hands. Bongoist is a noun. Uh, This is an American Spanish word, bongo. Now we have the second form of bongo. It is a noun from 1861. An African antelope, Mm, I haven't heard of this one, I don't think, that is chestnut red with narrow white vertical stripes and is found in forests from Sierra Leone to Kenya. The scientific name is, there's a couple of them it looks like, Tragilophus uricerus, and then there's another one, uh, Buocerus uroceros. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, this is probably from the Kele word, which is a Bantu language of, oh, oh it is a Kele word, K-E-L-E, and Kele is a Bantu language of Gabon. Gabon. I hope I said that right. Gabon, I think. And then our last word for this episode is uh, Bonomi, or it could be Bonomi. B O N H O M I E. It is a noun from 1779. It means good natured, easy friendliness. And Bonomis is an adjective. This is a French word, bonhomie, from bonhomme, which means good-natured man, which is from bon, which means good. We learned that a couple episodes ago when we read bonbon. Was that, when was that? A few episodes ago. Anyway, uh, so it's from bon, which means good, and homme, H-O-M-M-E, which means man, bonhomme. And then they made it bonhomie. All right, so we had bone chilling, bone china, bone dry, bone fish, bone head, bone marrow, bone meal, boner, bone set, bone setter, bone up, bone yard, bonfire, bong, bongo, bonami. Uh, I think I'm going to pick bonfire as the word of the episode because, you know, when it's in the fall and you want to go sit outside, but it's maybe a little bit cold, you want to make a bonfire and you can cook some marshmallows and stuff. Uh, that is it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.